following is a production of Word Alive Creative Arts. Welcome to the podcast of Word Alive International Outreach in Oxford, Alabama, an apostolic center for transformation and freedom. We pray today that you will be blessed and strengthened by this powerful message. Amen. Lord, we pray for our nation today. We pray, Lord, for our president. We pray you would strengthen him, encourage him, lead him by your Holy Spirit as he leads us. Lord, we pray for the leaders of our nation today, the Congress and the Senate and the legislators. Lord, lead them as they're leading us in this season. Lord, give us a solution to this coronavirus. Lord, we, we believe that you can give us a solution to this in our, in our nation and around the world. We, we pray for an antidote for this, for this plague that has come, come on the globe, Lord. We, we really believe that you can release medical technology, Lord. You can, you can bring cures for this disease in this season. Lord, let justice and peace fill the streets of America. Lord, as we're moving, moving toward a, a shifting and changing of times, Lord, we just pray for justice and peace to fill our streets where there's turmoil and division and chaos. Let the peace of Holy Spirit rule and reign in our nation. Lord, we pray for all the states. We pray for all the cities today. Lord, Amos says, let justice run down like a river. Lord, let it, let it rage throughout our nation. Let justice and peace and, and, and unity begin to flow in the United States of America, Lord. Don't let us just get caught up in our own needs and neglect the needs of our nation, Lord. We pray today that your blessings would be upon our nation. Let your prophetic destiny continue to unfold in the United States of America. God bless America. We are one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and freedom for all, Lord. We, we stand for this nation today and we say, Lord, let it continue to be a light into the world. You said your house should be called a house of prayer for all nations. We pray for nations around the globe today, and we just release peace and blessings in the name of Jesus for the glory of God, and everybody in agreement said amen. amen. Let's keep praying for nations in our nation. I was with meetings this week with missionaries from Greece and, uh, and Nicaragua, and uh, we need to pray for these nations. You know, it really, uh, not to tap into the message earlier, but it's hard to stay away from it. Uh, because Ezekiel 16, says that God judged Sodom and Gomorrah because she was overfed, arrogant, and unconcerned. And I don't think we can ever get too far away from thanking God for the blessings we enjoy, but then considering others that don't have those blessings. Can you imagine this? The pastor I was with, the testimony email he got from Nicaragua where he ministers from his church, they were praising God because they caught some rodents. And that's what they had to eat. And they were thanking God that they had caught them and could roast them and eat them. And it just, you know, puts a knife in your heart to think how much we have and how much people suffer around the world. So let us never forget the blessing. Think about it, only 5% of the world lives in America. You and I could have been born in any nation in the world today, but we were born in America. It's something to be thankful for and it's something to take responsibility for to, uh, to you know, to vote. <laughs> Right and to and to and to pray and to engage and to stand for righteousness and justice. You know, I mean, if my people call by my name, humble themselves, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and heal their land. And so, it's important how we move with the Lord right now. And so, not to get into that message, I'll get preaching a whole before thing, but it's pretty good. It's worth watching again. But I want to talk to you just for the few moments that we're going to jump right back in worship because this month worship is key. Uh, some of you may be familiar. Some of, I welcome all those online today, by the way. And I want to thank God for Dan last week bringing the word. And we appreciate the word that Dan brought. My wife and I were in North Carolina ministering there at, uh, at Harvest Church. And so we're so thankful for that church up there and how they're moving with the Lord. But we got to continue to remind ourselves God is intentional and God has a calendar. And God wants to keep us aligned with himself. Just last week, we slipped into a brand new Hebraic month, Tammuz, Tammuz, some call it Tammuz, I'll call it. And it's a brand new biblical month, all right? We're in this biblical calendar and cycles. Let me give you a word of encouragement. Jesus said these words in Matthew 16, two and three. Jesus answered, you can read the signs of the weather. For you say red sky at night, sailors delight. Red sky in the morning, Sailors take warning. 
You're so adept at forecasting the weather by looking at the sky, but you're absolutely clueless in reading the obvious signs of the times. And so we need to make sure we're understanding the signs of the times. I want to pause a minute and thank God that he gave us Moedims. God gave us the heavens and the Moedims to tell us what time it is so we know how to move with God when God is moving. And so look at somebody, don't touch them, but just say, I'm glad that God's got timings on my life. Tell them, I'm glad God's got timings in my life. Now, now this is a very important month. Listen to me, very important month. From Tammuz 19 or 17, actually, Tammuz 17 until Av 9. This is like the next 30 days. The next 30 days, spiritually, are called the narrow straits. Avnon is historically the time, 17th of Tammuz this week until Avnon is historically the time when God is taking his people known through what's called the narrow straits. By definition, a narrow straits is a channel sailors have to navigate to get from one large body to another large body of water. Now, the good, bad news about straits is they're normally shallow with shoals and they're dangerous and you have to know how to navigate them. The good news is it's always a shortcut. So see, God doesn't want you to have to go around the whole continent to get to where you're going. He's trying to take you from one expanse to another, but you got it. There's certain seasons you have to navigate with God. And this is a season, the next 30 days, that you can get shipwrecked. Or you can find yourself in a whole new arena of God's goodness and God's blessings, depending on how we move. Let me show you that picture of a straight, kind of what that looks like. That's a straight. It's between, it's a narrow place between two points that allows you to go from one expanse to another expanse. So look at your neighbor again and tell them this is a very important month. Tell them this is a very important month. Now, what's important this month is to look at two main events that happened this month historically. One's Exodus 32, the other's is Numbers 13. Exodus 32, you know the story. They've left, they've experienced Passover. They've come to Mount Sinai. Moses goes up the mountain. He's there 40 days and 40 nights. While Moses is on top of the mountain, they get impatient and they build a golden calf. This is important. This is historically what happened this month. You got to be careful this month not to let impatience produce idolatry. Don't let impatience produce idolatry. Don't, don't birth an Ishmael when God's got you an Isaac. This isn't the month to try to figure everything out on your own. This isn't the month to try to make things happen. This is the month to trust God that even though you might be in a waiting place, God is in control. Don't be discouraged because we're still waiting on the coronavirus to end. Don't be discouraged that everybody can't get back out. Don't be discouraged that we're still staying at home in a safe place at times because I promise you God is moving even if you can't see him moving and we're gonna come out on the other side better than when we went through it. So don't give up. Through faith and patience, we inherit the promises. And so this is a very important month because they took their resources and wasted them in idolatry instead of using them to build God a temple. So this is a very important month not to grow impatient, not to let delay cause your heart to become sick, but stay in a place of hope and expectation of good. Let me just go ahead and tell you something about the coronavirus while we're still experiencing this. I was just with a pastor in North Carolina and I thought this was a pretty good way to look at things. Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't be safe. If you feel led to wear a mask, put a mask on. If you, if you wanna carry a hand of sanitizer in your pocket and wash your hands and stay six feet away, please do everything you need to do that makes you feel safe and comfortable. But at the same time, don't get locked up in a place of fear right? Don't get locked up in fear. I like what this pastor said. He said, Kent, here's how I look at it. I'm either not going to get it, like Psalm 91, like I'm just not going to get it. Plague will not come nigh my dwelling. Or I'm going to get it and he's going to heal me. Or I'm going to get it and die. He said, the way I look at it, either way I win. 
Now, I don't know about you, but I thought that was pretty encouraging. So he said, I'm gonna wash my hands and I'm gonna practice some you know, different social distance when, when, when I can. He said, but I'm not gonna get up every morning afraid of what's gonna happen. God's in control of my life and, 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 and God's, looking at, God's looking after us. And so we just say in the name of Jesus, we just knock off all fear and all anxiety that's trying to get on God's people and get on and all, the, all the fatigue of lies that's coming from the media and trying to stir us up and keep us under a bondage of fear. And we, we say, yes, we use wisdom, but we are, refuse to live in fear for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Last I saw God still on the throne and God still in control. And I'm going to tell you something else. What God said he's going to do, he's going to do. This ain't going to stop what God said he was going to do. So everything God told us he was going to do, God's still going to do. And so we got to stay in this place and not move into a place of idolatry into fear-based thinking, negative thinking, getting all caught up in all the, the, the narrative of the world. I would just encourage you in this season, push back CNN, push back Fox, push back CBS and get in the word of God and see what God says about things. Right? I like what Lester Summerall said, starve your doubts to death and feed your faith. I promise you, if, you, if you're getting most of your encouragement from the news, you're going to be in trouble. Over, 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 it don't take long for them to take you right down a slippery slope. Both sides. Go to the Word of God. It never fails. Heaven and earth will pass away. But His Word is your faith comes by Hearing and hearing by the word of God. The second thing that happened during this month was Moses sent spies into the promised land to spy out what God wanted to do and what God wanted to give them. You know the story. And it says they came back and talked about how great the fruit was and what the blessings were, but they were afraid of the giants. And it says they gave a negative report. And it says, because of the negative report, the children of Israel did not enter in. First Corinthians 10 says, let this be an example to you. They were all under the same cloud. They all passed through the same waters. They all ate the same manna and they all drank the same rock, water from the rock that was Christ. But with many of them, God was not well pleased for they were overthrown in the wilderness. The thing about narrow straits, one translation calls it dire straits. Dire straits is an old sailor's term is when you would get in a small uh, channel like this moving through and the wind would stop. And so in that culture without wind, you had no power for the ship. It was called the dire straits. And so what would happen, it would be very easy when you're not feeling the wind and we're not being motivated to get stuck in a place. But I'm here to tell you, don't get overthrown in the wilderness. The same God that sent you into the channel is the same God that's gonna bring you out of the channel. The same God that put you in a tight place is the same God that's gonna bring us out of a tight place. And I'm telling you, we can trust God and believe the report of the Lord. And so it's very important in this season then, if this is the truth that I'm telling you in Exodus 32, don't grow impatient, keep your focus, right? Because the enemy would love to distract us, divide our vision. Stay focused on what God is saying and what God is doing, what the prophets have said. All the prophets I've heard said, we're gonna make it through. We're gonna make it through the other side. Don't stop giving, don't stop worshiping, don't stop believing. We're gonna make it through to the other side and we're gonna come out better than we were than we went in with. That's what the prophets are saying. So no matter what anybody else is saying, let's keep our focus. Next thing is, let's deliver a good report. Whose report are you gonna believe? Right now, I don't know whose report to believe if I'm listening to the world. Some wear a mask, some say don't wear a mask. Some say it's spiking, some say the curve's... Who knows? But I tell you who we can believe, we can believe what God is saying and what God is doing and his word never fails us. So we've got to begin to watch. This is the month to guard your heart and your eyes. So touch your heart. Say this month I'm guarding my heart 
and this month I'm guarding my eyes. Now, this is very important because this is the month that literally, historically, God's people got shipwrecked. And I can prove it to you through history. I can tell you the timeline between when they refused to enter in through faith into the promised land, what was supposed to be a blessing became a curse. And until this day, history, every year on the ninth of Av, all throughout history, something devastating has happened because they chose a curse over a blessing. So this is the month to be careful with your eyes and your heart and navigate these narrow straits. Deuteronomy eleven twenty six says, see, somebody shout see. see. I'm setting before you today a blessing or a curse, therefore choose a blessing. A blessing or a curse. Look at Deuteronomy 30, 15 through 19. Look, somebody shout look. Look at what I've done for you today. I've placed in front of you life and good, death and evil. And I command you today, love God your God, walk in his ways, keep his commandments, regulations and rules so that you will live, really live, live exuberantly, blessed by God your God in the land you're about to enter and possess. But if I, I warn you, if you have a change of heart, refuse to listen obediently and willfully go off to serve and worship other gods, you will most certainly die. You won't last long in the land that you're crossing the Jordan to enter and possess. I call heaven and earth to witness against you. I've placed before you life and death, blessing and curse. Choose life so that you and your children will live. When I was a new believer, I went before the Lord one day because I was getting conflicting messages. Some preachers I sat under would say, you just suffer through life. Whatever life throws your way, it's the sovereignty of God. And you just live under it and let life basically beat you down. And hopefully you'll come out, you know, in the end better and you'll go to heaven. Which I'm good with. But then other preachers were saying, you can speak God's word and confess God's word. And, you know, you, you don't have to live broke. You don't have to live sick. You, you can live blessed. And, and they was getting that message. And honestly, I just want to know the truth. So I went to the Lord with it. And you know, y'all, if y'all ever prayed to the Lord, you don't really believe you're going to get an answer. Like I, like I ask him, a, I'm talking about you get on easy questions, but the hard ones, right? Like you ask God a hard question, you know, it's like you, never, you don't really expect he's going to give you an immediate answer. But I can take, take you to the very spot. I was out in a field praying, just out in the middle of a field. I said, God... I've been listening to these conflicting messages. One that says I'm just to be broke and sick and miserable and that's just the way the earth is. The earth's cursed and I'm in it and I'm cursed because of Adam and, and I've just got to make my way through and find my way to the other side but, but I'm going to go to heaven one day and everything's going to be all right. I said, if that's the way, I'm going to live that way. I said, but there was another other message I hear that I can be blessed and I can live above the curse and I've been redeemed from the curse and these faith-filled messages that I've heard some of those. Lord, I'm gonna serve you either way. I'm just happy to be saved. But I just wanna know the truth. And I was thinking, you know, well, down the road, I'll read a book or hear a message or what I wasn't expecting an answer. Just like this. I mean, a voice as loud and clear as I've ever heard in my life. These words, your choice. Your choice. And gave me Deuteronomy 30. I set before you life and death, blessing or curse. You choose which one you want. This is the month, this is the time that we get to choose a life of blessing or a curse. Obedience or disobedience? Walk with God or don't walk with God? Because the constellation over us that's actually the heavens, do you not love this about God? Even the heavens, he said, I'm calling heaven and earth as a testimony. Even the heavens are testifying what's going on. You know what's in heaven? You know what the stars over above you are in this season? Cancer, the crab. That's what's in the sky. Let me show you a picture of it. That star, that constellation right now is shining in the heavens above the earth. What's it saying? 
Harden not your heart as in the day of unbelief. Don't be like that hard-shelled crab that hardens, it's, that's so hard you can't be, get to it. This is the month to stay vulnerable with the Lord. Let the Lord have access to your heart and that's why one of the keys to moving forward this month is worship. Dude, Hebrews 3.15 says, while it is said today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the day of provocation. Hebrews 3.19, so we see they could not enter in because of unbelief. So this is the month to allow God access to your heart so that your heart does not become hardened and fall into unbelief. Do you know what hardens your heart? Harden your heart, for me, what I think hardening your heart is, is every time you hear the truth and you resist it. And so over time, what happens is you just become hard to the truth. When I was just a kid, I grew up in church, my whole family did, and thank God, you know, my family, we, we laugh and say we, we all came to the Lord because of a drug problem. They drug us to church every time the doors were open, right? And so at our church, you had to go there Sunday morning and Sunday night service. That was the way we, we, we grew up. And I remember as a kid, teenager, sitting in the back of the church, and he'd start, they'd start preaching. And I'd feel the conviction of the Lord. He was talking to me about my life, about my future. And I'd resist it. The next week I go, I'd feel the Lord talking to me and, and ministering to me, maybe during the worship or, you know, during the preaching, but I'd feel, I'd feel my heart, God talking, communing, wooing me, drawing me, and I'd resist it. Then I'd resist it. And then I'd resist it. You know, one of the most frightening moments to me is when I came to church one day and I felt nothing. Same worship, same preaching. I felt nothing. And I knew my heart was closed. It took me on a decade, a decade of my life of brokenness, addiction, defeat, sin, and consequences. And it took me going through all of that to get back to the place where my heart was opened up again. And what's frightening to me, I don't understand the, all the economy of God, but what was frightening to me is when I did make it back to church and felt that conviction again, I just knew inside of me, don't, don't resist this again. Don't do it again because you may not make it back. I'm not saying I wouldn't have maybe gone to heaven. I'm just saying I'd probably had to go through hell to get there. And so this is that month to allow the Lord. That's why worship is key. We're going to go into worship here in just a minute. Worship is key this month to allowing your heart to continually be vulnerable with the Lord and navigate these narrow straits we're moving through Stay focused on the Lord, trusting what he has said and what he can do, and do not harden your heart as the Holy Spirit speaks, move. It could be to forgive, it could be to, to give. Uh, that's why we give first fruits every month. If you missed it last weekend, you can do that today. We, we, we like to do that because we know as long as, as if, God, I've got, if God's got access to your wallet, he's got your heart. One of the first things when your heart goes hard and your wallet shuts up. It's, I'm telling you, where your heart is, there will your treasure be also, right? But many ways, God will speak to us this month, but trust him, he's only speaking to you so you can navigate these narrow straits and come out to a place of great abundance on the other side. Amen? Just before we worship, Tim will ask him to come up. Dan, would you come up with me? And uh, Jeremy, grab Dan a mic, will you? Dan told me, uh, we're going to go into worship and then we'll do some praying. Y'all okay right now? It's, we want to line, line up with heaven, right? Dan, showed, Dan told me a story that happened to him last week, which I think is very uh, 
relevant to this moment about choosing life. Dan preached last week and said a guy came up to him out of the blue uh, with this story. This fella came up to me. I, I didn't recognize him because I, he had on a mask, and so it was kind of shocking because I hadn't thought about this in a long time. But in the summer of 1970, I was 19, getting ready to start school, Jack State, and work, working on the interstate. And um, I was uh, in that rebellious place where my heart was very hard. And uh, I was like Jonah. I kept running from the presence of the Lord. And uh, one Friday night, right here on Quintard Avenue, and uh, not because my work ethic was that great back then, but I liked getting paid when I worked. And so one Friday night, I saw a bunch of guys I went to school with. One of them had a brand new GTO convertible. And some way, somehow, they had four or five cases of beer in their trunk, and they said, hey, it was about 11 o'clock, time for me to be going home. They said, we're headed down to Panama City. Why don't you go with us? And, and just a second, the guy that came up to him at church said these words to start him off. He said, I'm so glad you didn't get in the car with Johnny and Ronnie. Johnny and Ronnie. This and is it, what the guy said this past Sunday. Dan, I just want to thank said, the Lord you didn't get in the car with them. And what it was, I said, okay, well, I, let me park my car over here. And I did, and I went back, and I grabbed the door handle. And I'm not saying I heard a voice, but something in my mind just said, no, I better not go. You know, I got we seldom worked on Saturday, but I said, I got to go work tomorrow. Look, I'll make it next time, okay? I love you. You got, we cool? Oh, yeah, that's all right. I drove home, went to bed. My mom woke me up about 6.15, had to be at work, and she was crying. And she'd been listening to the news. Those four or five guys, five of them, had left Aniston, headed to Panama City, got out on Highway 21. A big semi came over the lane, hit them head on, and they were all killed. Why, why did I not get in that car? The grace of God. The grace of God. And uh, so, you know, God is working for you even when you don't realize he's working for you. But you got to trust him. I just want, would you stand up with me? I set before you life and death, life and death, blessing and cursing. Choose life. This is one of those moments in the calendar each year where we should be ultra sensitive. If you feel something, act on it. Move with it. Let Holy Spirit continue to have your heart vulnerable. And worship is the key this month. That was this whole golden calf thing. Instead of worshiping God, they started worshiping an idol. This is that month that if you don't worship God and stay focused, you'll wind up worshiping an idol. Because the enemy's after our hearts, after our focus. And so, just before we pray today, we want to go back into some uh, worship and just begin to worship the Lord. And let's, let's not just, you know, normal worship. Enter in. By faith, let's enter in. As we worship, we're entering into these decrees. We're entering this first song that Davey and these guys wrote. This is a song they wrote about justice and mercy. We believe that this is God's mandate on our church, mandate in a, this is what God's saying to the earth right now. So we're gonna worship with God, align with God, decree this over our life, over the atmosphere, and let's enter the presence of the Lord. It says, come before his presence with singing, enter to his gates with thanksgiving, and to his courts with praise. And so Father, we enter in today to worship, to align with you, to allow you access to our hearts, to begin to move and speak and lead us supernatural in this season as you take us through a narrow place into the place that you're moving us to in this season. We step into it by faith in the name of Jesus. Come on, let's worship.
stepping into destiny Your presence is our one desire Where two or three are gathered, there you'll be Oh, heaven's open over us And we are walking in authority Cause our hearts burn with holy fire And we won't stop until the whole world sees well, I can hear the sound of revival crashing in I hear the rhythm of your heart before us I hear the sound of breakthrough coming Stepping into destiny Your presence is our one desire With two or three are gathered There you'll be Shell. 
shell And I start looking at you And I step into the new The old can go to hell As I break out of this shell Break out of my shell for you. 
Change. 
assignment that's been positioned against you we say is null and void now every spirit of discouragement every spirit of defeat every spirit that's come against you we decree over your life no weapon formed against you shall prosper every tongue that's risen up against you in judgment we condemn it for this is the heritage of the Lord we call you blessed we call you prosperous we call you healed we call you free and we call the glory of the Lord to be your rear guard and we say the blessing of the Lord is about to overtake you and your family. And woman of God, every prayer you've prayed concerning those loved ones that are in your life that you're believing for them to be touched by the Lord, the Lord has heard your prayers. And those loved ones that are dear to your heart, God says they're dear to my heart. And God says, get ready from your from your lips to my ears, from your lips to my ears. God said, I've heard your prayer. And now the answer is being released from heaven and you will see it manifest in the days ahead. We call you blessed in the name of Jesus for the glory of God. I know this is wild. Y'all know we're not against smoking. We actually have a smoking ground. We think you can go to heaven smoking. You'll just have to go to hell to get a light. Come on, somebody. We know what I'm talking about. So we have no problem against the smoking thing as far as a religious issue. But I felt, I know this is wild by the Holy Ghost. Some of you are wanting to quit and you just don't have the power to do it. It's kind of got a hold of you, but you really actually want to quit for health reasons and financial reasons, etc. There's an anointing right here today that'll knock that off of you if you want to. Are you, if there be anybody here that just says, I'm just tired of, tired of it, I want to get rid of it, would you wave at me real quick? If that's you, just jump out and get, get out here real quick. Just jump down. Come quick, 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 quick. There's an anointing here for it. There's an anointing here for it. I know it's crazy, but there's just an anointing here for it. Woo! My God, my God, my God. It's all over you. Come here, right here. Woo! My God. Ha ha! Be free. Lift your hands. Take That's all. That's it. Take 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 it all. Take it all. Take it all. Take it 
some of you down front with us and we'll just go ahead and create us an atmosphere if you want to. Come on, worship with us a little bit. Hallelujah. Lost and in your 
of Word Alive International Outreach, 122 Allendale Road, Oxford, Alabama. Reach us by phone at 256-831-5280 or at our website, wordalive.org. This has been a production of Word Alive Creative Arts.